Okay, we're we're recording. <laughs> All right, what? take two. Hey, hey. <laughs> Hey, 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 I'm Steph. And I'm KB. And, and we, we are Activate Podcast. We are two Jesus-loving mamas who may cuss a little. This podcast is our passion. Get ready to tag along through the ups and downs of our crazy lives. We're going to bring you guests that will inspire and encourage you to grow in your health and in your faith. We will talk about parenting, relationships, fitness, and nutrition. We will bring you the latest fashion tips and share all of our favorite things. Our goal with this podcast is to bring you some laughs and relatable, inspiring content that will encourage you to activate your life. Hey, 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 hey. You got your, your lip stuff on. I love this stuff, but like... <laughs> I just had to run outside right before you got here and put Vaseline on my lips. Yeah. Well, yeah. I was using Vaseline because of you. Yep. And this is like Vaseline. It came in my Fab Fit Fun thing or whatever. But look, every single time... Oh, it's coming out the top. It doesn't... That's it, annoying. I don't squeeze different, it. They need different packaging. Different packaging. So now it's like that. So oh. I have to do like this so it doesn't get on things. Well, darn. Yeah. It's kind of a hassle. It's kind of a hassle. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Your nails look great. Hey, thanks. Your braids are on point. I'm doing the one month, only getting my fingers, my fingers. I'm only getting my nails done once a month because I'm trying to save money in 2020. <laughs> so Erica inspired me and told me I only need to are go you dipping? once a month. No, I never. Huh. I hate dip. I do liquid gel. I Yeah, I do gel I, too. I hate um well they do still look good so i'm like two weeks in so i got another two weeks to go so we'll see <laughs> this is what two weeks <laughs> like for me which is why i'm like your nails look great <laughs> four or five of mine are peeled <laughs> off already yes yeah, so um yeah only i'm trying to cut back on all the things so That's well awesome. on some of the things so that i can have other things <laughs> some of the things like yeah. travel first class flights <laughs> that i'm not allowed <laughs> well does he he certainly flies first class, right? Well, so it's always, he always, so he never did, ever. Okay. Like Africa, he flew economy. Really? Yeah. And which was, it's crazy to me. Um, <laughs> but he has recently started flying first class, but he says that it's because he's traveling with a weapon. And when you're traveling with a weapon, that costs extra money. But if you're first class, it's free. Oh. So he's like, basically, it's more expensive to fly an economy. I'm like, baby. You don't have to rationalize that to me. I think you should fly first class Always. everywhere you go. Yeah. And he's like, no, no, no. I don't think that. That seems ridiculous. We, But if I'm bringing a gun and I'm bringing a bag and, you know, that's whatever. Yeah. So my friend Sonia and I are planning this trip to Austin. And she's like, um, you book our flights. I'll bring a gun. <laughs> I love it. Perfect. <laughs> Sounds like a deal. <laughs> right. I loved it. It was like hilarious. <laughs> like All you got to do is bring a gun. <laughs> I mean, but you can fly first class. I can do that. <laughs> I didn't know, but <laughs> thanks to JB right? for the hot tip. Yeah. I'm going to have to look into that. <clears throat> I got it. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, I got a text from my friend Leslie today, and she said, um, I tried the jelly bean jar story on my girls. I don't know why I thought it would work, but when I finished explaining it to her, she has a little one that's Asher and AJ's age. Yeah. Um, she was mad. She's like, I forgot she's too young to grasp metaphors. So she thought she was going to get jelly beans every time she annoyed me or asked me a question. <laughs> or she just was playing in uh, her. So for she was really excited about eating all the jelly beans at the end of the day for asking all the annoying questions and for bothering her mommy all day. <laughs> That's adorable. <laughs> I, I love it. Up. Yes. Well, we'll have to keep tabs on that, how that's going. Yes, we will. We need a, yes. I love it work yeah yay yay awesome right. well i steph is 
Steph has a guest. I have a guest. Well, we have a guest, we but I just guest. haven't met her yet. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited, too. And I don't have a full, I don't have any notes, just because I know her very well. Um, and I didn't have her send a bio, just because I feel like it'll just be good for her to, like, take her story wherever she would want to take it. Okay. Um, but Britt is the um, founder um, an elite health coach and life trainer at Holistic Wellness Coaching Academy, where I went through my schooling. Mm-hmm. Um, she's an author and speaker, um, and it's called Coach Britt's Vision. Um, so she she just she's gone through a lot of stuff. Once I started to get to know her, <clears throat> just on a personal level, mm-hmm. a lot of our stuff just aligned and things like that. And so um, she's just full of passion. Um, she had a book come out called My Epic Year, and so she's she's doing it. She's just kind of a, a true example of that vision, you know, yeah. like put it out there and it will come Do kind it. of a thing. Right. Yeah. So we're just going to call her up and chat a little bit for today. Hello. Hey, pretty lady. Hey, how's it going? You're live. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! <laughs> it's good. I oh my goodness, I've been rallying all morning today, so I actually couldn't even make it in my office because I had so many calls and was so busy. So I haven't even. Thank God, this is the phone call and not a video one. I was not. <laughs> we think that we think that most of the time. We don't. We're not. We're not at our best. <laughs> Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> right we're like, you have to love me for my brain and my words not, not right. always my physical self that right. can show up <laughs> oh my goodness and but you're gorgeous you always look great oh, you're sweet love it love it <laughs> okay so usually we like have people like send us a bio and stuff like that but I just said like I didn't have her send a bio because I know her very well and I just kind of want like this conversation yeah. to go wherever it goes today um, I did say, obviously, that you are the founder and elite life coach and um, all of that great stuff with HWCA, and we'll obviously talk about all of that stuff, but I just kind of thought, like, let's just jump on into it. Um, a little backstory, I guess, just for the listeners, is that I had come to a crisis with my first network marketing p- job, if you will. Um, and knew that I needed to further my education on an educational level, not like what I was being taught maybe by the company. And I had looked into so many schools and, you know, a lot of those schools didn't align with my values and what I actually know to be true. And then just Mm -hmm. somehow we hooked up on Instagram like one night at like 11 p.m. And I was (laughs) like, oh, my God, this is so crazy. (laughs) It was like definitely like a God signal for sure. And then the rest is kind of history. So um, I don't know. Where do you want to start? I did just talk about that you wrote the book, My Epic Year, and that you're oh, a true inspiration for vision and just making things happen. Oh, thank you. Well, I I think I have actually some fun stories for you today. <laughs> I'm like, it's always fun when, when we get stuff on the phone. And hi, Kristen. Hi. Nice to <laughs> meet, to you. meet you. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, you know, I got into gut health. I mean, I got into wellness in general, but then especially deeper into gut health because um, obviously I'm really open. I've had, I suffered from severe anxiety and some depression since I was a child, since like age four, like chronic debilitating, think I was dying every night, mm-hmm. um, kind of anxiety. And part of that was environmental, mm-hmm. um, just like health is, you know, any kind of wellness isn't just physiological. It's not just our diet and our lifestyle. There's, mm-hmm. there's factors in our environment and our feelings and our thoughts and 
but it's all needs to be put together. If we want to really, you know, get better. And, um, so it wasn't until my early twenties, I'd say that, that, um, I, I'd say late teens, um, that I started kind of getting more into eating healthier and exercising. And I lost a lot of weight. I was always really overweight. So I lost like 40 pounds and I, I just was doing a lot of things to feel better. And I saw an improvement in my mental health and my physical health. And so I think it, it was enough to give me a bug that if I kept following, improving in that way, that, that it would get better. But fast forward to getting married, you know, I got married pretty young and then we wanted to try for a baby and, and my anxiety and these patches of this stuff still weren't going away. I still have an episodes. Like I'd have ab- episodes. Of, I mean, so bad. I remember, you know, it, it turning almost agoraphobia for a while where mm. I was afraid to leave my house and wow. um, everything would spawn a panic attack. And I was like, okay, I got to go to the grocery store. I'm not going to let myself not live. Like I got to go to the grocery store, but I would just rush through and I'd just be praying. I could just get to a clothesline and, mm. um, you know, and I'd take a cart because I felt more secure having something to hang on to. I mean, it was just really rough. It's crazy how the physical body and the brain can just fire off each other like that. Mm-hmm. And so then come time, we want to have a baby and I was only 23. And so I should have been, you know, rather fertile. My cycles were, I think semi-regular, which isn't a lot of women. Yeah. Um, and, you know, and I had lost a lot of weight and I was, I was so healthy at the time I thought I was vegetarian. I was doing all these things and, um, I could not get pregnant. I mean, it was almost a year and I couldn't get pregnant and at my age and how consistently we were trying, it was kind of, that was kind of strange. And I finally got pregnant and I miscarried my baby at six weeks, mm. the first one, which was really devastating with the first one. Cause you just, you want it so bad. Yeah. Um, but I didn't really tell anybody. And then I went on and my midwife put me on progesterone cream, which mm. actually is like a hormone, mm-hmm. you know, um, which, and the reason why we do that, we're supposed to have healthy balances of these hormones, but we don't have them because we're all offset, right? We're really high estrogen. And I, in my early vegetarian years, had consumed a lot of soy mm-hmm. without knowing better. Obviously I was more naive in the things I knew. And, um, so there was just a lot of factors. So after I had my son, I went on, um, to then get pregnant kind of a surprise later on. And I lost that baby at 10 weeks. Mm. And then that was kind of when it clicked for me that like, okay, there's something with my hormones that isn't right. It feels mm-hmm. like, even though I've made improvement in my life and I, I have seen it, I've had enough improvement to believe that I can still improve, but I should be better than I am. Yeah. And so I went on and, and really dug into that. And, um, I ended up a, cu- a couple years later having my second son and that was a lot better. It was a lot healthier. Um, and I'd made some changes before I'd had him. And, um, so I had him and he, he was real healthy and stuff. And after I had him, I, I sold my brick and mortar business. I was, I owned a couple coffee stands and I was doing, I was always into wellness. Like my side passion, I was always reading books. I'd read every book under the sun. Mm-hmm. I was obsessed. It just, I didn't do it for a living. Yeah. And I was like, it'd be nice to do it in some way that's not conventional. Cause I didn't agree with the conventional methodologies of teaching nutrition and all mm-hmm. that. So um, so that's how I, I, I sold that business. And then after I had my son, I started, I got into health coaching. I, I got my own certification and realized really quick that I was more educated than the school I went to yeah. and they didn't even know about gut health. So my, my thing that I thought I was really going to drive that was hormones because of my experiences. And I started linking what I thought everything was related to hormones. And by digging into that, it actually took me into gut health. Gut health was the actual foundation of mm-hmm. hormonal alignment and of mental health and of autoimmune disease and of skin issues and of every single thing I could think of and all these people that needed help. 
Mm-hmm. So I ended up writing a book and I didn't know at the time how I was going to use it. But I was like, people don't know this. So many practicing coaches and health professionals don't know this. Mm-hmm. They need to know this so they can help people. So originally I was just, my husband at the time was working all the time. So I was, I didn't, I was with baby. Baby was, you know, my youngest son was a couple months old. So I would drive him around. He wouldn't leave my side and he wouldn't leave my skin ever. Right. (laughs) And I couldn't lay him down to sleep. My kids were the kind that like, you could hardly ever lay down to sleep. Like, you know, some babies lay down and you're like, oh, they're cute. And they'll sleep for an hour away (laughs) from you. Mm -hmm. That was never my kid. Mine mine either. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and so I was like, I would, but he'd sleep in the car seat. So each day in a midday nap time, I'd drive him around till he fell asleep. And then I'd pull over in a parking lot by the river. It was a really pretty spot. Mm-hmm. And I'd pull out my tablet and I'd start writing my book. And that's how I wrote that book, but Buddha I didn't know belly. what I was going to do with it. Yep. Buddha belly. So yeah. the first book, Buddha belly, that's how it was written. And it was just always out of my intention to help people. And so I did that and released it. And then, you know, the school I'd gone to actually picked it up. I made a course out of it and the school picked it up and then, um, they were selling it mm-hmm. and then we parted ways cause they, they had, they were very just money driven and I was more purpose driven. I wanted coaches that were trained and had these skills and I wanted to see them use it. Mm-hmm. I wanted to see them successful. They all wanted these businesses. They had these dreams of being self-employed. Like this is a waste of their time to just keep educating them and not teach them how to actually get out there and do this stuff. Yeah. So we parted ways. And that's how the Academy ended up getting just evolving and becoming added onto. And now we're a full coach training and full business startup program. And that's the main thing now I do with all the coaches is help them actually do this so that they can reach those people. You know, the mission's still the same thing. It was, I, I had to learn how to save myself and now you can give those tools to other people and they're out there actually help them actually use it. Then so many people are getting help. Yeah. And the biggest thing, which is awesome, is that like, I feel like another thing that brought me to you or brought us together or whatever is that, you know, it's really important to know that everybody has a different aspect or angle, like, and that's what we truly try to do with all of our students is like, you know, it's cute for even like my, you know, Amy and some of my other friends or whatever that have that are going through the program right now. And they're like, well, what's my final project? And I'm like, well, I don't know. Mm-hmm. What do you, you know what I mean? Like, it's so cool mm-hmm. that we get to like bring it out of them kind of, and then help them to, to make that happen. Um, and just really get deep down to like, what, well, what is it for you? It's going to be different for you than what it is for me. And that's, that's how people come become successful is finding the difference. Well, in niche, you know, they say niche down to stand out. And that's absolutely true. And the best way to niche down and, and, and our students will benefit because they'll, they'll niche down into gut health. You know, they won't mm-hmm. just be a health coach. They're not mm-hmm. just going to push bed. Beat. They're going to get down to the functionality of what we call holistic gut health, which is the mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual combination. Mm-hmm. It's not just dietary. It's how our brain affects our gut and vice versa, you know, and all the things, um, stress and past trauma and all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. affects the whole machine that is the body. And so they already have that niche, but we like to get them to niche down further because your exact niche, your target audience is going to basically be built on, um, around that special niche. And that niche is yours because it's going to be a combination of your passion, your experiences, your your talents, your story. Yes. So Mm -hmm. I, I can help people in a lot of areas. My passion, passion is mental health and things like, you know, childbirth, um, and fertility hormones, you know, because those are, those are my biggest 
those are my biggest things. Those are things I've, I've experienced a lot of stuff and I've had people close to me experience a lot of stuff. So my passion in helping people is there a hundred percent, but my special things, if I have to get down to it, are those things. Mm-hmm. Love it. And the students all have that. Like yeah. everybody has like, like you do so much when you focus on, you know, uh, different spectrum disorders and attention stuff with kids and mm-hmm. kind of what's in their food and the behavior things. Yeah. And that's so cool because so many people are running around thinking, I just talked to a lady today, actually, it's so common, especially in this arena that people come in, everybody that comes in thinking about getting into gut health coaching has a story and they almost all have some kind of physical ailment or condition mm-hmm. or thing that they've suffered with. Mm-hmm. And a ton of them say, I'm kind of ADD. Yeah. I kind of struggle with like ADD or ADHD. Yeah. All the time they say that. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that that many people are really diagnosably ADD or ADHD. Right. Honestly, yeah. I don't. It's that communication pathway between the gut and the brain and the stress, the stress responses and stuff in how we function. Mm-hmm. And, and it's not ironic that they experience what they feel like are ADD or ADHD symptoms in conjunction with these other things that are wrong with them, fibromyalgia or um, different autoimmune conditions. Mm-hmm. Uh, thyroid, potential thyroid imbalances, chronic fatigue, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It's not ironic that they're all connected and people will feel so overwhelmed by all that. But honestly, it's not, it's, it's not that you're dealing with a hundred yeah. million things. It's that you're dealing with one body that's out of whack. And if you can get that one body back in motion, yeah, you can help so many things. Yeah. And even just like where I was when I started too, was I remember the very first time I'm like, well, but will you read this label? And you're like, sure. (laughs) And it just was because we also just like we're friends, you know, Mm -hmm. obviously we always like tell people like we can't, you know, we're here to support whatever you do, but that's what really drove me to start really paying attention to products and labels and to really Mm -hmm. be more educated, educated than what you're being told, um, depending Mm -hmm. like what you're, yeah, what you're taking or whatever. Um, okay. So also let's just talk about my epic year. Um, we both have kind of been on a same ish path. People obviously know my story, my personal life, um, what's going on right now. And you kind of went through a lot of that same stuff. And do you want to just talk about that and Tony and all that stuff? Yeah, totally. So I uh, got divorced and see, I'd, I'd married really young the first time and we didn't even date. We, he lived far away. We saw each other once a month and then we got married mm-hmm. and it was not an intelligent decision. Mm-hmm. Um, so we got divorced <laughs> after seven years of being together, I think. Um, and then I went on right after him to go right into another relationship that had all the things I was missing in the first relationship. Mm -hmm. And I didn't take any time to find myself at all. And I found myself later settling down in a life. I was there for six years, you know, and it was a very mentally abusive, sometimes physically abusive marriage. And, and it was so destructive and it was really hard to leave because it's just a funky dynamic. You know, you have that push pull in a relationship like that. And it, that was different than what I'd known the first time. Mm-hmm. And you're almost addicted to it or you're so comfortable with it or it's so familiar to you. And it mm-hmm. patterned a lot of things in my childhood and my early life. So I didn't realize the handicaps I'd had. Um, and so it took finally just some catastrophic bad decisions on, you know, my, well, just self-destruction essentially yeah. is what it came down to. And, and my self-destruction didn't happen. My self-destruction <laughs> happened when I was at like a, 
a place in life. I had two kids. I'm like a boring mom. I'm an entrepreneur. I'm a leader. I lead people. And yet I'm still only human. And if we don't deal with things, you know, I ended up with a DUI and I wasn't a frequent drinker, but, um, if I would drink, I would binge. And when things got really bad one night, I binged and I binged mostly in my car when I was going to sleep in my car. I wasn't going to go home that night. And then I decided I was going to get picked off in my car. Like, (laughs) so that probably wasn't a good idea. So I moved to a different place in a parking lot. And, you know, thank God a girl saw me pull in that parking lot and thought something was up and called me in. And I, the cops showed up and I was in big trouble. And, and, and I had nothing in me. I was like, just take me away. I didn't even know what was going to happen. I didn't know how long. I, and this wasn't me. I'd never been in trouble for anything in my life. I've never been dr- somebody that drank and drove. It was, I mean, it was selfish, destructive. It was a terrible decision. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, my guilt and my shame over it was almost too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I had to step back and just look at that and say, you know, oh my gosh, I, I thought maybe for a moment, like my mom said, she, you know, at first she was like, well, maybe this was God's way of, you know, kind of getting you to not be so quick to leave the marriage. And she didn't know at the time, everything that had happened. Mm-hmm. She didn't know what I was living with. I didn't tell anybody. Um, and I thought about that and I just, all of a sudden I just felt trapped because mm-hmm. I was going into a place where I hadn't, I had a passion with the, with the school and everything, but I didn't treat it like a business. Mm-hmm. So I didn't sit there and know that I could support myself every month yeah. off it. Um, I was busy raising kids and now I was looking at the fines of a DUI and having no license even drive my kids anywhere. How the heck am I going to leave a marriage when I don't have any of these things? And it was a couple days. I prayed about it and I wasn't sleeping and I was just devastated. And I hated myself. I hated myself mm. and prayed about it for a couple days. And then finally it, that night before I got that DUI, and this, I wrote about all this in the book. I had to write the book. It was my mm-hmm. human process. Yeah. The night that I got the DUI, I lost it. I bawled, like I cried on the phone to a friend for two hours. I got off the phone and just bawled. And I was like, that was, that was one of my prayers. I don't, when I pray, I usually pray out of gratitude. Like, mm-hmm. you know, Hey, Hey God, take care of my kids. And thank you for everything you blessed me with. Thank you for the hard things. Thank you for the lessons. Mm-hmm. You know, that's how, it, that's how I pray. I don't usually ask for anything. And this time I was like, I am dying. I have nothing left. I thought I was going to flip my car. I was on a back road for part of that night. I didn't think I was coming home with my kids. Mm-hmm. I literally, I called it my, <laughs> I called it my trust fall because yeah. I was just like, either, either you're going to catch me or you're going to take me out mm-hmm. like tonight. Mm-hmm. Wow. And <laughs> so here I am in the back of this cop car and I'm, I'm going to jail. Something I've like nothing about, right. <laughs> you know, I could have told which they you didn't actually, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they didn't, they, they don't actually book you, you know, they stay in this room. But still, I mean, it was awful. It was enough. And after a couple of days after this, right, it occurred to me that I wasn't, even though I, all the odds were against me in how to actually do it, mm-hmm. that that was my hand of God moment. Mm-hmm. It was going to get ugly before it got better, but that he was, he was pulling me out mm-hmm. of that place I had been. Mm-hmm. And he had to do it with strong force. And you because saw if that, it wasn't for seeing. You saw that yes. then already. Wow. That's incredible. I remember talking I to you right after it and yeah, it was insane. Yep. Just when you were just about to tell the story, you said, thank God the lady saw me and called me. And I mean, that's like a, an amazing perspective to have, like when you're in it. 
totally. And, and, and I mean, I couldn't even imagine, I mean, I couldn't get over the, what ifs. like, what if I'd have hurt somebody? What if, what if in that place of just complete self-destruction, somebody else had to pay for it? I couldn't live with that. I, how would I ever live with that? Um, and so I was just thankful that wasn't my story that God didn't let it go that way. And I realized that, that, that happened intentionally because it would, it took me sitting back and having to, what if, I sat there and was like, I could have lost everything in one night. Mm-hmm. Had I, especially if I had to hurt somebody, yeah. I could have gone to jail for most of my life and never even seen my own kids again. Yeah. Not even just die. At least if you die, you're out. But then I leave all that pain with my family, right? Yeah. What if I didn't die? What if I took someone else's family? What if I left the pain with their family? Yeah. And then I am sitting in a jail cell for how many years and never get to watch my kids grow mm-hmm. and all of that, all because I let, I chose to be somewhere so destructive. And I chose to let it destroy me. And I chose to let it, you know, I can't change how someone else treats you, but you can change what you do with that. Mm -hmm. And so that was my moment. I was like, I, I trust him. I have no idea how I'm going to do this, but I'm going to have to do it. I started planning like the bus routes um, and like where I could move or get an apartment that I could get my son to school Mm -hmm. the easiest by foot. Mm -hmm. And that was by grocery store because we'd need food and we'd need to get you the to his school. And I grew up, we didn't have a car till I was 12. I grew up pretty low income. And so my mom did it so I can do it. And so I started planning and I busted my butt, even though my head was just in a crap place. And I busted my butt and grew our business about 400% within Mm -hmm. a month. Wow. And we ended the year at about 120% growth. I was able to, I chose not to take child support from my ex because not because I didn't have majority custody, but I wanted the time that I didn't want him to ever think that I needed him for anything. Yeah. So I was hell bent that I needed to make this happen and support my voice. So I did. And God blessed a lot of that. But even throughout the process, I called it my epic year because I almost knew from the moment that happened, that it was I had this weird reassurance that it would be about a year, that it was going to be a crazy experience for about a year. Mm-hmm. And and it was, and healing is not linear and the process is not <laughs> easy. I went on to, you know, kind of know dive a couple of times, just as far as like, you know, I had kind of sworn off any kind, obviously all relationships. Yeah. Um, I wasn't going to let any men in. I was going to do it right this time. I was going to take the time to help my boys heal, get myself healthy and get the business going. That was my, that's the three things we're going to design our life. Mm-hmm. And I went into it with a lot of ambition and then, Things got hard and, you know, there's a few weekends of just partying my butt off and sitting back and going, okay. And most of the time I secluded myself. I didn't even go out or socialize, but then I'd have these moments, you know, and then I'd just be like, oh, I feel so defeated. Mm -hmm. So I started kind of pulling out of that and deciding to make some hard cuts. And I wake up one morning and there's this thing that's grown on my neck Mm -hmm. and I'm like, what the hell is this? Mm -hmm. You know, long story short, I wrote about it in the book, but they put me through six months of testing, like six months of not knowing wow. if I had cancer or if I was dying. Like I'm barely pulling out of and okay, you're literally like the oh divorce. My God, I'm dying. <laughs> like I remember just yeah. talking to you and you being like, I, I, I don't know, but this is it. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, and just like to prepare just mentally yeah. to have to go that long and not know, am I going to leave my kids? Am I going to yeah. do whatever? Um, when we had hit one of our first really big months with the school, um, I 
invested in. So uh, Tony Robbins is my hero. Mm -hmm. I will say that all day long. And he has, um, he has a business training. It's called business mastery. It's like way more than all of his, his other stuff that he does. Mm -hmm. Um, the events, it's more intimate It's business training. And I was like, that was my bucket list, like dream. Yeah. And I actually turned around and I invested in that. I didn't buy my, I didn't go shopping. I didn't buy myself fancy things. I didn't take vacations. But it, <laughs> I went to Tony. And so I did that in January. So I was still in limbo with the whole next thing at that time. But I went to that and that was like my turning point. That was my, that was January of last year. And that was yeah. like, okay, I am like, I'm coming home. If, if, if I'm not going to make either way, I'm going to build something for my kids and I'm going to set things up. So like, even if this goes really badly, then I'm going to build something that can get us through that. And that can contribute to them even with or without me. Mm -hmm. And if it goes well, then awesome. Either way, I'm, I'm on a mission now. And so I came home with that. And that was really the upward trajectory of mm -hmm. that year. And there was some incredible God moments in that. Like I wrote about them in the book, like there's some poignant dates of things that you just can't make up. Yeah. There's experiences and stories that would just give you goosebumps, you know, and throughout that time. And in part of the book, I was able to I was connected to and interviewed two women, one who had stage four cancer and she was given like seven months to live. Um, but she's going on like year four now mm -hmm. and she's done a mixture of holistic therapies and, and just a little bit of traditional. Um, and the other was Emily who tragically lost her eight year old son a few years back. He was camping with her parents and he, they went to fall a tree in a storm for firewood and they didn't see him walk up mm. and her dad and her son stepson actually dropped the tree on him oh, and yeah super super tragic so so interviewing them just about how do you press on through life like how do you how do you fight how do you what do you wake up for in the morning I can get through a divorce I can get through a DUI yeah how the hell do you get up in the morning when you lost your baby yeah. her only son she couldn't get pregnant after him mm. um how do you do that? You know, and she has really hard days, um, but she has, so she has a charity foundation and it all came down to purpose. And so that's what the book, the whole book ended up being about was just really how to find purpose and create purpose from pain, mm -hmm. from experiences, from all the things that we do. And that's what I bring, you know, even when I'm training the coaches, it's the same thing. They're all taking pain and experiences and things, mm -hmm. and they're using it to create some kind of purpose mm -hmm. and we can do that and make our income as well. But we also have so much to give that has nothing to do with that. Mm. And it's just, that's what makes life go on. That, that is the difference between people who thrive or die. Yeah. The yeah. ones who just keel over and give up or life is hard. Or, you know, we all are a victim to life. Yeah. Some people more than others, you know. And so it's all in what we do with it. And it doesn't mean it doesn't hurt. And it doesn't mean it's, it's not hard. And it doesn't mean you don't fall on your face a million times. It just means... You have, if you can see the adversity that you face as a, a step that is intentional to lead you to a purpose, then you can get through it and you, you will get to a really beautiful place. You will find purpose in whatever your situation. If Emily can find purpose, yeah. when she wakes up, her motto is one day closer because she counts mm -hmm. down every day till yeah. she her little boy. <laughs> Well, I'm I mean, not many of us think like that, right? No. And so, yeah, something else. That's insane. Well, and I just, obviously, because I'm going through it right now, um, 
you know, I do have so many women that come to me and they're like, you know, I just, I, I would never be able to leave or, you know, I'm a stay at home mom and I, I can't financially, I can't leave, you know what I mean? Or they're stuck or whatever. And, you know, just, just knowing and hearing your story, like you can, you can. Absolutely. And with that said, like when I went through the second divorce, I, I hated it because I felt like the grim reaper of marriage. I'm a huge advocate of marriage, of healthy, yes. And of Me healthy too. bonds and people, just so many of us get into partnerships with voids. Mm-hmm. We get into them before we know ourselves and before we've healed our wounds. And yeah. so we are attracted to the toxicity that is familiar to us. We are, you know, we end up with the same cycle, some things, because we don't do that that process of self-healing and self-growth. And so, you know, there's a lot of people that can have a healthy marriage that goes through a hard time, mm-hmm. but there's a difference between being in a place that is toxic and abusive and disconnected and, you know, dead, mm-hmm. you know, and sticking it out because you're afraid mm-hmm. isn't healthy either. It's, I, I, I physically thought I was going to die in my marriage. I, I always thought I was so worried I was going to end up with cancer because of the level of emotional trauma that was going on. Mm-hmm. I didn't know how my body could handle it. I would have rather been had the crap kicked out of me any day than to feel that way. And I knew my body couldn't handle it. And I knew, I mean, I was, I was deep in this line of work. So it's mm-hmm. like, I knew yeah. Yeah. what it was, but you know, it's just, it's like anything, it, whether it's a relationship, whether it's our health, whether it's loss, um, or devastation of any kind. I, I have a lot of people reach out because someone's left them. Yeah. How do they, you know, they didn't, they didn't see it coming. How do they do this? How do they do this? You know? Mm-hmm. And it comes down. It's like, it's your life. Yeah. You really can design your life. And when you realize that and you tap into it, every, it, there's nothing feels impossible anymore. Mm-hmm. There was a new year, <laughs> new year's last year, not this last year, but the previous, mm-hmm. I almost, I had too much going on. So I didn't, I almost hopped the plane to New York City to go watch the ball drop by myself, just sit in the hotel room because I could. Yeah. I was like, what the heck am I going to do? And I wasn't keeping a lot of people around me and I didn't have too many friends that could necessarily just do that. Yeah. And so I was like, I almost did it. <laughs> well, <it's> my life. <laughs> and that was always like a goal of mine until I went and stayed on Times Square uh, one weekend and it was awesome yeah. and at the Marriott Marquis. And I was like, mm. oh, I've always wanted. And they're like, no, you don't. You don't want to do that unless you come here, for instance, and watch mm-hmm. the ball drop from this room. And I'm like, oh, well, how much does that cost? It's like $20,000, you know, to <laughs> sit there to watch the ball drop. But otherwise, those people yeah. are literally wearing diapers. I wouldn't be in the crowd. Yeah, I would not be in the crowd. I, I don't. Yeah. I don't like that part. No, no, no. But it but would I was like, be. I'd go somewhere from a distance. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure I'll do it one year for sure. But yeah. Yeah. But like now, like you said, like now I can, like I can do anything and you, we all can design our own life and it just, it takes yes. that belief or it takes that huge crash or, t- you know, whatever it takes for everybody. It looks a little bit different. This episode of Activate is sponsored by Modern Remodeling Incorporated. Modern Remodeling is one of the fastest growing independent restoration companies in the Northern Virginia, Maryland, and DC metro area. Since 1990, Modern has been successfully restoring damaged properties in the greater DMV area for thousands of satisfied customers. 
When you've experienced damage to your home or business, you need a restoration company that offers professional and reliable service. Experienced in handling restoration for damage caused by storms, fire, flooding, and more, the Modern Team understands the challenges associated with navigating through an insurance claim, and they're here to help. Their team of highly trained, experienced, certified, and compassionate restoration experts will work with you and your insurance company to restore your home and get you back to normal as quickly as possible. In your time of need, Modern Remodeling Incorporated is the local brand you can trust. I was going to say you can't leave me hanging on the six months of um, of okay, yeah, and yeah. things. Yeah, okay. you got to come back to it for me. So, yeah. So I, so before I'm still going through these testing Yeah. and I was, I was coming up on about the year mark of being single, choosing to be single. Yeah. Mind you, I like to just emphasize that because that's a big <laughs> deal for me. I did not have, a, I did not have a, a good track record of that. Mm-hmm. Um, so choosing to be single, being very discretionary. I promised my little, my, my oldest boy, he'd seen the brunt of everything. And I promised him he was, it was really hard for him after the divorce and he was separated from his stepsister, which was like his sister. He had known his whole life. Mm -hmm. And, um, I promised him, I asked him just to trust me. I said, buddy, I know it feels, you know, yucky right now, but you got to just trust me. I said, I won't, I won't let a man come in our life and God won't bring the right kind of man in our life who deserves you and me and Jackman until it's time. And until Mm -hmm. he's the right man. And, and until then we are healing together and we're going to do this together. I said, I just need you to trust me. Mm-hmm. And he would just kind of fluff it off a little bit. I could tell it was hard for him. Mm-hmm. So come the one year mark uh, from my divorce, from my actual about about from the divorce, about from the DUI, um, I which spawned the divorce. Obviously, the DUI spawned that. So um, I went and I ended up meeting this guy, and I'm he has a lot of great qualities, seems really healthy. And I'm about a year out, and I'm like, oh, okay, well, I guess I can. Maybe just at least meet him or keep him in a social circle. I really didn't keep many people in a social circle. Mm. And he was a great person. And eventually we started dating and he was an incredible man. But this is the, but we were taking things really slow, you know? And this is, I still had not known about this next thing. And we were really new. And I remember we were only kind of dating a few weeks and I had to go in for the, um, the CT scans, mm. which didn't show them enough. And then it was the MRI they didn't schedule for another month or two. And so I was going through some of that end process of good Lord, just give me a freaking answer. Mm-hmm. Like I can't handle this anymore. But, and then also trying to like have faith and he, we have, you know, we have the same beliefs, both believe in God and, you know, believe that he's always your champion, even if it doesn't make sense. And, mm-hmm. and so he was really great at walking me through things, but I was able like, I didn't want to put it on him. And I literally pulled him. I was like, Hey, don't get too close to me. And I know it sounds bad, but if it's something like that, he'd gotten out of an unhealthy marriage and he's neatest person. And he deserved to like have happiness and like have a good woman, not have someone who's dying. Who's then going to put him through that level of trauma, Mm -hmm. you know? And he wouldn't budge if I couldn't have budged him. It didn't matter. He's like, God put me in your life for a reason. And I looked at the role models that my boys had that I'd given them with the dad. Yeah. And it wasn't what I would want for them. And yet I have this great guy and he's like, I knew. And he even said like he would, he would, and he didn't even know my kids a lot at the time, but he would, and he would, you know, be like a big brother and he would keep them connected to each other. And he would, he would at least be around them, mm. you know, wow. just because they needed that so bad. And so finally 
which I was hesitant about. I'm like, I don't, you know, but it was, it meant a lot, especially how well I know him now, you know? Yeah. Um, and so, uh, so then I go and I have the MRI finally, which is, if you've ever had one of those, super yeah. fun. Yeah. <laughs> and then the results take a while and no one can get back to me. And turns out it's what they call, it's benign. So that's great. Thank God. Um, yep. Praise God. It's what they call a venolymphatic malformation. It's basically a mess of blood and lymph vessels. Hmm. Um, it's usually genetic. They're like, you may have had this tendency since you were a kid, or you might've had it for years and just not noticed it. There's no freaking way I missed this. Right. It, it popped out. <laughs> I can tell you right now, it popped out overnight. They didn't know what they were talking about. And, um, it's really rare and weird. And if you see, if you Google it, you'll see pictures of little kids and people with like massive growths on their face mm-hmm. and things like that. It would do more harm than good to surgically remove it. Right. So as long as it's not growing, which it didn't seem to be, then we're okay. The thing is, is that it popped out and I'm not going to totally directly relate this to a diet. This part isn't in the book, but it popped out when I was 10 days into keto uh-huh. and I was doing huh. keto because a lot of my, dun, dun, dun. you know, it was, it was big and I wanted to see some of it. And, um, I wanted to have better grasp on it for the coaches and for everybody. Right. right? And mm-hmm. so 10 days in, I also was taking a supplement from what I thought was a trusted source mm-hmm. that helps with the ketosis process. Mm-hmm. So that may not have worked well for me. Um, have to and I can't, <laughs> <laughs> I know I'll, I'll fill you in. And I, I, uh, but I, when I went to the doctors originally, I said, this came out ironically 10 days into the keto diet and it, I feel like it's lymph related because mm-hmm. what is keto, right? It puts your, it starts burning fat. Where does fat go? It goes through your lymphatic system mm-hmm. and drains into your chest, right? And through all that stuff. This spot looks like a lymphatic spot. Right. And I find that too ironic. <laughs> so they still think I'm kind of this, this mystery. They actually want to MRI me again six months later, which would be about now. Mm-hmm. Um, but it hasn't grown. I haven't, it hasn't budged since then, hmm. but it blew up at that time. And and, and so I go on and do that. So that was getting that bird. It was like, the, I mean, the tides just parted. Um, I had had so many crazy experiences that led to that point, And I wrote about them in the book. And then, so finally I'm finishing up the book and this is in the book too. This was, this was great. So we finally, we planned the photo shoot to do the cover. Cause I was like, I know what I want it to look like. We're going to Glacier, we're going mm-hmm. to Glacier National Park. We're doing this photo shoot. So I've trained for it and everything. And I'm excited about my buddy's doing it. So it's my good, my good friend. who's a great videographer and photographer and his wife was just a sweetheart and Danny, my partner now. Mm. Um, so we're going there and yeah, I don't like call him a boyfriend. That's like, I'm 35 years old. I vetted him. Once you've had a husband, it feels so weird to revert back to boyfriend. (laughs) Yes. And I vetted him hardcore. Like he's beyond boyfriend status. Like he had to pass the, the gauntlet to get here. So So, yeah, so we had, we had the glacier and to do this photo shoot. Well, I had said for a long time, so the book was done. I was getting ready to submit it for all editing and publication. And um, I was like, I wish I had that letter. I couldn't remember what I wrote in that letter, but I had this letter that I had written at Tony Robbins right before we Mm. left at business mastery. He had us write a letter to our future self and put it in a bucket. And I was like, I hadn't so when I wrote that letter, I didn't, I wrote it for my future self. I, I was not in a place where I felt strong yet. I was not in a place where I didn't feel so scared. I was, you know, so I'd written this, this really poignant letter, but I didn't remember what it said. And I had no idea when I'd see it again. Mm-hmm. And so we go to Glacier, just finished the book. You know, we've wrapped up 
my DUI is now lifted, my crap on that. Um, I did all my stuff. It's like boxes are checking off. This epic year is checking off. Like that feeling I had about the timeline was really true. And so we were in Glacier and we do the photo shoot that Friday. And Saturday morning, I get a text from my mom. She's like, hey, you got mail at our house, at my parents' house. Like, I don't ever stay there or anything. Mm. What the heck is that? So she, I was like, can you send me a picture? And she sends me a picture of an envelope and it's addressed by me. And I was like, I'll oh be there. My God. Like, Will you? Oh my God, I, I can't. Like, <laughs> I have the biggest goosebumps ever. <laughs> oh, it gets better. So I'm like, we take a picture, you know? And so she takes a picture and sends it to me. And my friends are sitting oh. there with me and I start reading it to them and I just start bawling. Oh my God. And, and my, as we're doing, like the day after the photo shoot, right? And so uh, Trent, who did my photo, he videotaped this whole thing and no. I didn't know. So it's on, it's on Vimeo or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, me crying, reading this letter. But uh, uh, so I was able to put that in the back of the book and finish oh. with that. And it was really, really great. And so, yeah, so my, that's how that went. So my one, <laughs> my one crazy thing too. So so Danny and I have obviously moved on and we've been doing great. We've been trying to do things more intelligently. And in our, once you've been divorced, you're just like, mm-hmm. okay, you know, yeah. <laughs> please. And we've both been divorced twice. Like it's really shameful. I'm not going to lie. Like it's hard <laughs> to like explain that to people because you feel like, yeah, oh my yeah. gosh, what, you know, what does that say about right, you? Does right. it just say you were naive and you had, you know, you made bad choices in, in partners or do people think that you're it's your character, you yeah, know. And, I've, had, I've had friends struggle with that really yeah. hard. Like one, yeah, it's hard to leave a second marriage because you feel like a yes. two-time failure, you yeah. know. And then it's yeah. it's absolutely yeah. There's lots of feelings around that. I think that's so true. It's so true. And and so that part was really rough. So meeting this awesome guy who had never guessed would be divorced twice, mm. um, and he's you know, who had the same so thing. Many- <laughs> Yes. And he had so many similar life experiences to me. And so like that growth piece and healing was a really big deal. And so, um, we, we still like, we're in separate, he lives out in, you know, in Idaho, a ways and I live in where I live and we both single parent. He has three kids. I have two. So we have five between the two of us. Wow. So it's freaking nuts. Um, but we've been just trying to be smart, but we're really close and we do business together and we're just, we're really a power couple. And mm-hmm. I couldn't be more grateful for just the person he is. He didn't, he didn't come in and save me by any means. Right. I saved myself, but I, I, I was led to a man like that because of all the things I did. Yeah. Mm. He absolutely deserves that level of glory mm. for that. I love like when I and, first heard yeah. or saw of him, like the guitar and he's singing and I'm like, <laughs> Oh my God, how cute is that? You know? And I know you like we're so similar and you're just kind of like, Oh, I don't, I don't know, like, oh, okay. Yeah, I'm well, and I'm just, I was always so hesitant. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, he's got all these great qualities, but you know, slow and steady wins the race. Yeah. And mm-hmm. my life is my life. This is a component of it, not right. a, the center. And yeah, and so, so we've grown really close. Like I said, five kids. He's single dads. I mean, he has his kids fifty percent of the time at least. Like he, you know, he's so devoted. He's really unique mm-hmm. single dad. And, um, and my boys are just enthralled with him. Like he's the best, like he's a hero, especially my oldest. Like he never thought that there would be a man like that in his life. He was, he even told them, you know, mom told me just to trust her and that God wouldn't bring us anybody until he was a great man. And you're, you're a great man. (laughs) My mom was right. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. So, 
And to end this crazy story, this part obviously is not in the book. Um, and it's the first time I'm really talking about it. But um, so December 10th of 2018 was the day I woke up with that thing on my neck. And obviously went through this entire process of wondering if I was dying um, that then led to all the stuff in the year. And life has evolved and, you know, things have gotten healthy and great. And December 10th of this last year, so 2019, ironically, same day, which did not put together till later. I, um, I wake up and I didn't really put together actually till a couple of days later, but my cycles, which are very regular, does not show up. Mm. And I'm like, Brit. well, this is weird. I'm like, well, this is weird. Right. And I'm a big believer in gut health, right? Miss infertility, anxiety, depression, et cetera. Mm. And I'm almost 35 and mm. my birth control methods have held me well for 14 years. Mm. Um, no, they did not hold well. And exactly one one year to the day of waking up with that thing on my neck, I am pregnant. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I, hold <laughs> on. I just stick- shut off the recording. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh, I'm so like, hold on, we gotta make sure. <laughs> Steph screamed so loud that she made all of our stuff break. So just give me one second. To figure- oh my God. You shit. Oh, tell me about it. <laughs> this is so amazing. I, I want to make sure that we can make sure it's on here. Oh my gosh. I literally. I told you I had a good one for you today. I was like, oh, I got a good one for Steph. <laughs> Okay. okay, we're back. Oh my gosh, congratulations. Oh my gosh. Thank so you. just only six kids. <laughs> only six. The only six Party kids. of six. <gasps> yes. And thankfully, like, you know, he is a life partner. This was obviously not planned. We I can't tell you how much of a shocker this was because it's one thing to just not plan a baby. It's yeah. another thing to be 35, <laughs> like, which is nothing for some people. Yeah. It's more in the mental state that you're at. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Especially you're when mentally yeah, you so s- sure you're done. done. Yeah. <laughs> when you started so early, you're kind of like get past that point. Yeah, like I keep telling Kristen, <laughs> she should have another. Hell no, not me. <laughs> and so, yeah. So like originally that was a big, cause I mean, we both are business owners and movers and shakers yeah. and we have our kids already that Aww. require all of our stuff. And we're trying to do things a little different. And um, but it's become the hugest blessing, you know, and I had to oh wait till gosh. I got that heartbeat in order to just, oh my gosh, I, I don't even know you and I have goosebumps. I was like <laughs> literally about to sob, but then she was like, it's broke. Are you broke? Stop screaming. <laughs> so in case you guys missed it over my big mouth, she's pregnant. <laughs> Oh my yeah. goodness. I'm so excited for you. Thank you. I, it, like I said, it was a, it was an adjustment. Like shock did not even begin Cover to. It. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Aww. But once, once we got past that place, it's like, it's crazy to be so far past that, that place in life and then go back there. Like yeah. it's, it's a crazy experience. And so you know, I just learned more than anything. And this is just the theme of my life. I feel like my middle name should be plot twist, but <laughs> it's, like, it's like the theme of life is just, we can't control everything that's put in front of us. But if you just trust that it's all meant for your 
you know, your, the betterment of you and to yeah. get you to purpose. I think everyone was created with purpose, whether it be oh, a yeah. purpose or multiple purposes. Mm-hmm. And it's the hard times and the adversity and the lessons and moving through all that that gets us to it. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, we did not plan this, but you know, like I said, one exactly plan. when you, December 10th, 2018, Wow, that was the day I woke up thinking I was going to die, you know, yeah. and then December 10th, 2019, I'm contemplating this whole different aspect of life. Oh. And so it's, you just, sometimes you just throw your arms up and you, it, you never sit back and just let life happen to you. Mm. You know, I'm always an active participant and I check in with the big man on a constant basis yeah. because that's, that's how I, that's how I do this. But I never, even when the hard times happen, I, I'm not going to be a victim to it. You yeah. know, it was, it was part of my calling for whatever it was. And that was the point of the book. And honestly, it's like, and that's the point of everything mm-hmm. I do and is getting people to that place where they can take that power and really create whatever they want, you know, mm-hmm. and know that they can do it and know they can get through the hard things. And, and so I don't take any money, by the way, from hashtag my epic year. Yeah. Um, it, like, I donate all that money because I don't feel like I wrote that book. I feel like God wrote that book. Like I said, the timelines in it, the stories, the details, I mean, yeah. it, they're insane. Incredible. I love you so much. I love you so much too. (laughs) Well, you know, we need to like literally Kristen will come anywhere. We keep saying, because I've never met her in person and we're like, we have to go. Ironically, uh, Kristen, where is it? What's the place that you're going to in Austin? Uh, Miraval. Miraval. Yeah. I'm mm-hmm. like, we need to go to like a yoga retreat or, you know, we've talked about that and she's doing this um, trip, but like we, we've got to make it happen. Totally. Totally. Oh I know. God, obviously I my constraints are a little different now, but yeah. Um, you know, my flexibility. <laughs> we can come to okay. you. <laughs> yeah. Or like California is a good meeting place or yeah. like. Oregon. I'll always you know. come to California. Um, so what is the name of your school? So it's the Holistic Wellness Coaching Academy. And, and yeah, we specialize in gut health, mindset, and basically getting coaches launched in their businesses. And so are there pre- like prerequisites? Like who can come and be in your school? There's not prerequisites. Um, awesome. So we train, we train people that are fresh in the world of coaching, just want to get into it. Mm -hmm. But we also find that we, the way we designed the curriculums was we really fill in a lot of the holes from people who've gone to other schools too. So we do get a lot of graduates from other schools that are inactive, that don't have necessarily the gut health piece, or they don't have the stress and the mindset piece. We put together basically a program that you'd usually have to find in three different pieces at three different mm-hmm. avenues. Wow. And we put it in one because the mission was to get, create successful coaches, get people active, get them the tools to create a real business and to achieve these things that, that they want so badly, you know, instead of just give them a piece of it and then have them set them off on their way. That just didn't, that didn't make me happy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Even if it gave me a paycheck, it wouldn't make me happy. And that just wouldn't do it for me. So well, and for me, like when I was led to you, basically, I was like, oh, I just I can't spend this ten thousand dollars with this school that's leading from the FDA food pyramid and yeah. like everything yeah. that I go that I don't am, believe don't in. believe in. Yeah. And um, mm-hmm. it's, you know, it's been such an amazing journey. Maybe we can give them my referral if they're interested. <laughs> yep. Yep. That has a. For special code. What I love too so. is that it's um, 
when people are going through it, it's a lot of people that are, you know, a, I say older, <laughs> meaning my <Our> age. age. <laughs> <laughs> but but these moms that, you know, they're like, oh, I just I'm not into I would love to do what you do with your business, but that's mm. not my thing. Or, you know, like whatever. Um, but when they're going through it there, it's just, you start to realize that you really do know so much of this or that, you know, because mm. you're going through it mm. or because now that you're paying attention, you're seeing reversal of your autoimmune, uh, symptoms, should I say, or whatever that looks like. Um, yeah. but just how easy the school actually is because it's so interesting and it's, I don't know. It's not a bunch of huge textbooks. Like right now I'm going through Mm -hmm. still, I'm, I've been doing a lot better this week (laughs) with studying, but just even my like certification for group fitness. And it's like this huge book, you know, and I'm like, I, I know most of this stuff, but to have to like sit there and read it. And I don't know, like, it's just a different excitement. Like I was so excited when I went through all the gut health stuff and it led to me to where I am now with my business and that we don't promote businesses like that with a school, but it's just because of all of the education and then it aligned with this other thing that came to me. So again, just alignment after alignment after alignment, which was really cool. Yes. And, and people don't memorize the information and studying isn't going to make you a successful coach. Right, yeah. It's the difference between a trade school and just a learned degree. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's it, the hands-on piece and utilizing it in a different way is what's going to make you good at the craft. So sitting there and giving people a bunch of stuff to memorize and tests to take isn't going to achieve that goal. Mm-hmm. And that's the difference. Yeah. with a lot of programs and stuff is that, that piece. So yeah, it's, it's really, really cool to be able to do that for people and to see them moving. And we do monthly business masterminds. So we're talking about, and a lot of the stuff we end up talking about is really, it's, it's part of it is skill set, like strategy in business, mm-hmm. but a ton of it is mindset. Yeah. A ton of it is just the struggles people have with their confidence. Am I good enough? Can I, you know, and all, all they need is they need somebody to to shake them out of that spot mm-hmm. and point point a few things out and get them out of their own way mm-hmm. and help them find that fire. Like you can't create it in someone else, but you can help spark it yeah. and then they can roll with it. And we all have that ability. I've seen some of the most insecure, um, timid individuals just pow- be powerhouse coaches by the time they're done. And that is the coolest thing to watch. Like I won't take credit for that. You know, but I hope that I've given him tools that help them find it in themselves, you know. Well, it's not your credit. It's his, right? But he gave you Absolutely. that gift and purpose. Absolutely. And and I hope that we bring things to the training. Like everything that I bring is, is God's gift to me. I mean, yeah. anything that... Anything I give somebody else was given to me to use somehow for something outside myself, you know, and that's what we all end up doing. I do that with the coaches. They go around and they do that them with individuals. So if I can empower them right and get their head in the right place and get them confident, their energy that will be so great. And that's how they'll empower their clients instead of just being like, okay, well, let's get you eating healthier. No, they're going to be like, you got this. You know, what What life are you after? You are way stronger than you think you are. When you're ready yeah. to get there, I'm right by your side. Boom. You know, Boom. it's very different. Oh, Amazing. I can't. I just can't stop thinking about the baby, though. <laughs> <laughs> okay. When are you our due? Kid, oh, my gosh. Our kids' reaction was so I'm due mid-August, okay. you know, but it is baby three. So I had both my other two at home. I want to still do it that way with this one. Yeah. Um, 
Oh my god! So are you gonna can you have your friend come and like tape it? He is really good, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I, I told Danny, I was like, provided everything goes all right, it would be nice to set up a camera because I'm always I do in a pool, so you could mm-hmm. we could set up a camera above pooling, so you don't, nice. you know, yeah, you don't have to see him like see that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly for at least like the baby out part because I'm such an advocate of natural yeah. birth and just uh, I actually the birthing center wants me to come in and um do some classes for Yay. postpartum nice. depression and for fertility and some of those things and so um so yeah so I'm working on now my third book which I wanted I've wanted to write for years it just hasn't resonated enough with my personal life yeah. to make it a priority but my third book is called Buddha Belly Baby Bump oh. and it's oh, it's oh, <laughs> Pregnancy, hormones, fertility, Aww. and all the things baby. Building building your gut, building your baby's gut, and all the importance of everything we can do prior to conception, it. during pregnancy, after birth. And it's it's stuff that people really need. So I'm finally going to do it because, well, yeah, I'm here. What so better I'm, time? Well. Hello. Oh, <laughs> wow. Well, congratulations. I'm this so was amazing. I, we've you. had some pretty pretty incredible guests on, but this ranks right up there with my very favorite interview ever. So <laughs> yeah. thank you so well, much thank for your you. time and sharing your story. Yeah. And I think that it can just that story, whether you care about gut health or not, I mean, that can yeah. resonate with so many people. So thank you so much for being willing to share all that. With yeah. Me. Like all the things. Thank you. Oh, I love oh, you so much, girl. I love you too. <laughs> oh, thank you for being here. Um, yes. Yeah, and I'll give you a call. I'm so excited. We have to have like a virtual baby shower or something. <laughs> I'm so minimalist anymore. I'm just like, I know hey, you don't you need know. much. Don't need much. Nope. <laughs> but and thank you for sharing that part too, because for a lot of people that would be hard. But I mean, I just remember that you're like, well, if we have to walk to the store, we walk to the store. Like, yeah. Again, just for people, yeah. you know. You can where there's a that. will, there's a way. And you're stronger than yeah. you think. Yeah. Totally. Oh, totally. You're the best. I All love right. you so much. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Bye, girl. Bye. Oh my goodness. That was really <laughs> I just didn't push stop. That was great. That was amazing. I love her. I'm so sorry. I almost broke everything. She did. You broke the <laughs> I was gonna say you broke the internet. But you we don't even it. have internet in here. <laughs> You broke the whole pod. <laughs> you did. I never know oh. what to push when that. I need to like know what to push when I've that message so pops good up. At not, but I just. You knew immediately too. Like as soon as you did it, I looked at the screen and the message <laughs> popped up, and we weren't recording. And I'm like, oh, I don't know what to push, but oh, hopefully we're good. <laughs> I didn't. I just didn't even see that so part coming at all. Coming. I'm just so so. That's awesome. Happy. For amazing. Her. Amazing. Amazing interview. Yeah. I think that like I just was thinking about my friend Brandy through some of that. I was thinking about my friend Amanda through some of that. I'm thinking about you through some of I that. Know. I'm thinking about me through some of it. I know. The, it was interesting. She said something about I'm not going to be a victim through that or whatever. Yeah. And I just had from 12 to one right before we came in here, I had a, a coaching call with this life coach and she um, we were just talking and she's like, so it sounds like um you're just playing the victim there. And it, for a second, it pissed me off. And mm-hmm. then I'm like, no, you're absolutely right. 100% yeah. I am. Yeah. And it's just interesting what, like, it, I was like, mm. how aligned, but how aligned. yeah, but yeah. <clears throat> and I mean, we were Marco Poloing and I was just sharing with you, like, you know. Yeah. And then the stuff about finding yourself before you move on into another relationship, you know yeah. who I'm talking to. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, there was just so much of yeah. that that was just. 
Yeah. Just and so I've many been, of our <clears throat> stories, you know? I think she, I think that I told you the second we started this podcast, like, I really want to get Brit on You here. did. You did. You and did. I'm so glad we waited. Yeah. That w- yeah. Because we couldn't, yeah. have, we wouldn't have had the spoiler alert. The whole, the whole, ye- <laughs> the whole year. Whole, the whole new book. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. I mean, she's amazing either way, but yeah. just all in the perfect timing. Yep. That was great. Yay. All right. Well, happy Monday. Happy that was Monday, amazing. Guys. Send us your feedback on that one because that was awesome. Yeah. Um, leave us a review on iTunes and what else? Activate her. Activate her. Yeah, we got big plans, Steph we and I. We're, we're about to have a little planning meeting here before we have to go pick up our baby. So. Yeah. All right. Happy Monday. Love you guys. Well, that's a wrap on another episode of Activate. If you found value or were simply entertained, please subscribe, rate, and review us on your favorite podcasting platform. Also, be sure to follow us on Activate Pod on Facebook and Instagram so you don't miss a thing. Thanks for your support. Today is the perfect day to activate your life. We love y'all.